is up, everybody in internet land, whoever you are, wherever you are, wherever you are listening from. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. I am Mike Bauman here with producer, on-air talent, uh, behind-the-scenes, and all-around good guy, you know, one of the good fellas. Jiggle Mike Jameson. This is another edition of Bauman's Breakdown. Shame-o. Bauman's Breakdown, thank you so much again for tuning in uh, on your mobile device or your computer or however you listen to it, iTunes. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Mikey, how you doing, man? Good. I hear we're even available on certain vibrators now. Really? Yes, on certain settings on the vibrator. Certain settings. Yeah, I just love it. Wow, geez, you had to go there. Good Lord. <laughs> Holy shnikes. He yeah. went there, folks. Yeah, I did. He went there. But this week's going to hey, be fun. Hey, they your batteries, damn it. Dang, you know, so you're making me an accomplice? Oh, boy. No, no, I'm not, because then people will start saying things. They will start saying They're already saying yeah, they're things. Already saying they're already saying things. But, yeah, I, I appreciate the love and support from all you guys listening from all over the friggin' world, man. It's cool. And that's what this is all about. It's about sharing music with people exposing you guys to artists uh some that you're familiar with some that you're not familiar with but it's all about sharing music because i love that i love it when somebody says hey check this band out and i check them out and i'm like where have i been with these guys for 20 years or 15 years or however long they've been and i got another band like that today that uh is making a lot of noise right now that you guys are going to be really excited about a band by the name of Fiction 20 Down out of Baltimore, Maryland, and their guitarist, their lead guitarist, Wes Anderson, is actually a 2005 graduate of Anthony Wayne High School here in Northwest Ohio. And the dude is fulfilling a dream. He literally left his job in Chicago to try out for Fiction 20 Down in Baltimore in 2012 and has not looked back. They're sponsored by PRS Guitars now, which he's been playing PRS since he was 10 years old. Paul Reed Smith, for those of you who know the wonderful Paul Reed Smith, and one of my all-time favorite guitarists, Mark Tremonti, plays Paul Reed Smith. Beautiful guitars. So this dude is actually sponsored by the guitar company that he's been playing since he was 10 years old. They've traveled all over the country. They call it the F20D fam. Many of you who are listening are part of that family. Uh, They just signed with manager Jeff Robin. Uh, of Trifecta Limited, who has represented artists like Kelly Clarkson, Jermaine Dupree, uh, the list goes on and on. They also signed with IAA, or for Representation International Artist Agency. On that list, Stephen Brush is the guy they're working with over there. They've got Wu-Tang Clan, Bone Thugs and Harmony, Timbaland. I mean, it's it's insane. So they're doing a lot of big things, and I caught up with Wes because Fiction 20 Down is actually going to be playing in Northwest Ohio this Friday at Martini and Newsies. I don't know. Have you ever been there? You know that spot, Mikey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't been there yet, but it's uh, a really cool place. Yeah, great venue, a lot of people great food, that. great bar, and uh, so it's it's really cool. It's just a lot of things coming together full circle, and I got a chance to talk to Wes, and he's awesome. Uh, this is their first time back in town in two years, so it, it, it was a heck of a lot of fun to have him on this again. I also did a story about the show and about what's going on with Fiction 20 Down. You can check that out at ToledoFreePress.com. Like it, love it, share it, hate it. Yeah, man. You know, starting to write again. You know, I, I missed it. I had a little hiatus there when I was doing some marketing work over the last year. And, and now, male modeling you were doing too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I'm kind of you know back into the swing of things, back on my feet. By the way, we we, we were kind of talking about this a little bit ago. 
Uh, and I want you guys to think about this too. You know, feel free to follow me on Twitter too at mbauman5. That's m b a u m a n five, the number five on Twitter at mbauman5. Three celebrities. We were talking oh, about this because yeah, yeah. we Joe Pesci and Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. All right, all right. You guys know I bust that out every now and again. Those two, three male celebrities that you would like to party with, and three female celebrities that you would like to party with that are living and alive and well right now. Um. Of course, George Clooney. That's I right. Think. Yeah, you could see. I, I think that would Clooney be fun because you kind of look like Clooney. You're yeah. a little bit taller than him. You well, could kind of tell taller. people. <laughs> yeah. You could tell he's people. Five that, eight, he's only 5'8"? Five yeah, really? Five eight, five Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah. I thought he was taller than no, that. No, That's no. funny I to me. I think he's – I think – I could be wrong, but I think – I thought he was like 5'10", 11. Maybe. But still, you probably got – you're 6'5", so yeah, – but you could tell people you're like his cousin. That that would be fun. He's my illegitimate step brother that would be like the night of your life you know yeah. what i mean oh i'm sure it would i'm sure it would who are the other two men oh uh, geez um you know you almost want to say and I, i've been thinking about this since you asked me this question now um probably charlie sheen really i think that charlie would be charlie I, sheen know, very I intense i don't know if that would be winning yeah, I, that would be <laughs> a really really good time i mean obviously i could have my pick of whatever I wanted to do the whole night, no matter <laughs> yeah. drugs, women, alcohol, whatever, you know, I could do it. But, uh, you know, and then I got to thinking about the third one and I, I told you Marty, Marty, Martin Milner from back Adam 12. You don't remember that a show called route 66. You probably don't. It was a black and white show. Okay. But, uh, one Adam 12, one Adam 12. You don't watch. No, I don't know that. Oh Is it God. still on like TV land? It's or on, yeah. Channel 11.2, man. Okay. Uh, all the time. I'll I have just to see if I can cool. catch it. But I'm going to change that now, and I'm going to go with Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Jimmy would be fun. Yeah. That Jimmy would, would be just fun. be beyond fun. Yeah. Uh, girls? Yeah. Jennifer Aniston. Really? Just right out of the gate. I just, I mean, I look into her eyes and I melt. I just, <laughs> she's just, she is just it and a bag of potato chips. Um, she is stunningly beautiful. It, and in her forties, and looks amazing. Yeah, that would be that would be. There's the, a lot of chicks in their twenties that I see out and about one every now and again when I crawl out of my shell and I decide to go out and socialize yeah, are, uh, on, on like the weekend. Yeah. Uh, you know, that couldn't couldn't hold anything to her. Um, as stupid as it sounds, Ellen DeGeneres. No, she'd be cool. I think that Ellen's would be a cool, lot, man. A lot of fun. We need to, We should email her. You know, maybe we can get Toledo Sports Network on, <laughs> on the Ellen DeGeneres show. You know, Actually, she could buy us a car or something. <laughs> and then uh, one more female that I'd like to party with. Um, you know, it's so hard because I'm I'm getting so old and I don't think about that anymore. You know, it's you know, party for me is. Uh, Metamucil and uh, <laughs> Pepto Bismol and an enema. Wow! I mean, yeah, I didn't Boy, think you, I'd go there either. You're going there. a lot of Orifice regions yeah, today. I mean, it's Orifice region, but gosh, who would? I was going to say Joan Rivers, but well, that, no. And I, that's a joke. There's no way. There's no way. I she would be fun though. I mean, if I she were still she, here, uh, I think Joan would have been get awesome. On my nerves, the see. Second. I think chicks like that are cool because they're not afraid to tell you what's on their mind, and she never was. And she'd be like the type of chick that would, I feel like, if her, if you were around Joan Rivers, you would almost feel worse if she wasn't making fun of you. Because that's, that's like a term of endearment. Like if she's giving that's you her. crap and she's busting your that's chops, her. it's because she likes. So I think Joan would have been fun to hang out with personally. I think fun person to hang out with, Wendy Williams. Okay. 
from the Wendy Williams show, yeah. not the Wendy Williams from the old band. You yeah, know, remember yeah. that with the big white hair? You watch the Wendy Williams show? I've seen it a couple of times. Yeah. I'm not a big fan. She's of very it. high energy. Yeah. I she's... still think she's a guy, though. Really? It's always been my thing, thinking, you know, I think she might be a guy. So, anyways, or that Kelly or, or uh, the Howe girl, Derek Howe's sister on Dancing with Stars. Oh, um, what's her name? Howe. It's Huff, right? Huff. Huff. It's uh, what is her name? Is There's Derek Huff? Huff. It's not Kelly Huff. It's uh, Julianne Huff. Julianne. Yeah. yeah. See, that's my She's mom's like name. my age, dude. Come yeah, on. In a second. She's 26, Mike. That's all right. Come on. I was with a good friend today, and his one of his best friends, uh, we, were, we were eating at one of them like diner places, you know, where yeah. you really don't go for the food. You go for other reasons. And my friend was pointing out this one girl, and she's 26 years old and dating a 59-year-old man. Oh! Rap dead gorgeous. Oh. oh. I'm not saying I would do that, but I don't think it would look, I don't think it would look so weird with me because even though I'm 51 now. The diner that, that, that we know another another no, cutie from? Uh, a few, yeah. That one? Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, I'm 52, and I've got to be honest with you. I mean, girls my age, I, I, I've taken pretty good care of myself over the years. You know, and yeah. Ah, that's debatable. Some, <laughs> <laughs> I have hard problems now, but you know what? I'm six foot five. I'm still, you know, I've lost some weight. I'm, I'm back down to 240 now, and I could just about, I could take on anybody. I, 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 I probably wouldn't win the fight, but I tell you what, I'd hurt the living crap out of somebody, you know. And I still got that, that ballsy, all right, take my butt on, man. I'm ready for it. You're you. stubborn as hell. I am, yeah, there's no doubt. But, uh, but, uh, but yeah, I, 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 I don't think that would be a big deal for me. I just think it's a little weird because you're talking about – Somebody's daughter. That's not right, and somebody that's not much older than your daughter. Isn't that weird to you? Yeah, 10 years. That's, uh, I would probably. How old is Haley? 22? 20. She's 20. So if you were dating a 26-year-old girl. It would really have to be. There's a very big celebrity in this town that is, you know, done a lot of good things and bad things and just got out of a relationship. He's been married for a while and, uh. Is not dating somebody. He's all right, my age, and uh, is dating somebody incredibly young like that. Problem is, he's flaunting it on Facebook. Well, more, you know, and more more power to him. I, more power to him. I don't know who you're talking about. More power to him. I'm just well, saying. Yes, you do. But uh, I'm just saying. I if, if my three, yeah, my let's, three. Let's get to yours because man, my life's all screwed up. My now. three would be definitely Matthew McConaughey. Oh yeah. Because I I agree I would greet him like that. Be like, hey, what's up, Matthew? This is Mike. How you doing, man? And he'd, look at you and he'd be like, look at this guy. All yeah, right, yeah, all right. Yeah. Hey, man, you know what? I like this guy, George. You know why? He just keeps on living. <laughs> I would say Matthew McConaughey would be fun. I think he'd be a lot of fun. Uh, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, I I, I'd want to hang out with Fowles. I've, I've been watching his show. He first took late night, I think, 2009. I've watched the very first episode. I try to catch him whenever I can. I think he's hilarious. Uh, and I'm a big I'm a big SNL guy. Oh yeah. Um, and then the other one, the other one that I think would be really fun to hang out with is Nick Swartzen, one of my all time favorite comedians. Oh, you've seen him. He's been in a lot of Adam Sandler movies. You you know who? Which one is he? You would know Nick Swartzen. Did you see Grown Ups too? No. Did you see Grown Ups? No. Did you see uh, the one with Jennifer Aniston where he ends up falling in love with her at the end? Oh, and they're on the beach and everything. Yeah. Yeah. That one's called. Oh. Um, she's like 
She's like his secretary. Yeah. And, and faking to be his wife or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, what, what is that called? I don't remember, but that was a pretty good movie. Do whatever it takes or something. I don't yeah. know. We'll figure it out. But Nick Swartzen was was his. Uh, <laughs> he was his cousin or whatever, and the one that was pretending to be um, like German. Oh, that, I know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah oh. He's he's great. Nick Swartzen's hilarious. Now, female celebrities, it would have been Jennifer Love Hewitt, but she's married now, so I don't think her husband would be too cool with that. And they have a kid. That broke my heart when she. I've had a crush on her since Party of Five days. I used to watch Party of Five with my mom when I was like nine, you know. And part of the reason was Jennifer Love Hewitt. Uh, also very cute and married from that show, Lacey Chabert. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah. Um, for me, I would say female celebrities that I would like to party with. Uh, da, 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 um, I mean, I I think I think um, Emma Stone, I've always been a real big fan of hers. I do think she might be dating Spider-Man, which, you know, there's nothing you can ben really Affleck? do with uh, no, no, he's the new Batman. Oh, Batman! I'm sorry, my man. No, the I got my the, man's the British, the British actor. I know you're that, yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she might be dating him, but I think she'd be hilarious to hang out with. Um, even if there was no like romantic anything, it would just be funny to be around sure. her because I think she's hilarious. My only romantic out of that was Jennifer Aniston. Really? Yeah. yeah. Um, another another female celebrity. It's hard when you're on the spot when you actually start to think about it, and you're like, who yeah. who would I hang out with? Um, I I would go with your Julianne Huff. She's stunningly beautiful and she's intelligent. Uh, Very limber. She's got her stuff together. Dude, girls who dance are in good shape. Uh, Girls who dance are in are in really good shape. Um, and I also am a I'm a big fan of uh, Elizabeth Olsen. She has been in a couple of really good movies. Um, I think she's she's a stunningly beautiful. She's a really good actress, and she's actually the sister of the Olsen twins. And she just she you know went to school, did her thing, and graduated. Now she's been in a lot of like really good movies. I'm pretty sure she was in Godzilla this summer. She's been in a lot of stuff, but she's she I think she would be cool because she's like a really good actress. She's smart. I feel like that's somebody you could like drink beers with and like have a good time. So yeah, those would those would probably be my three. There's probably somebody that I'm forgetting. But anyway, you guys listen to this for music. Uh, we're fantasizing now about women that we'll probably never, ever, 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 ever meet. Um, at, least she, at least she said probably. <laughs> so you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> yeah! Who is not excited for that, by the way? I am so pumped up for the new Dumb and Dumber, Dumb and Dumber 2. I can't even tell you. But anyway, let's get back to the music. Wes Anderson from Fiction 20 Down, awesome guy from my hometown area, basically. Really cool dude, and uh, Fiction 20 Down's doing some big things, and you're going to hear about it right now. Mike, what's happening, man? What's going on, Wes? How you doing, man? Doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to uh, to talk to you. I know it's been a, a couple of years, man. Yeah, man, it's definitely overdue. I'm really <laughs> stoked to finally get back to uh, the old stomping grounds. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you reached out to me, man. It's been uh, it's been an interesting couple of years for me as well. But I'm excited to uh, to do this piece on you guys and uh, to get something up for the podcast and everything. It's gonna be cool. Yeah, definitely, man. We'll and we'll uh, we'll pump it on all our, all of our uh, social media platforms and all that. 
Sweet, sweet. Well, I'm going to be taking some notes and stuff too, so if it looks like I'm not paying attention, I promise you I am. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, man. Well, hey, man, the, the first thing I wanted to ask you was, um, you know, what, what have these past couple of years been like for you just in terms of, you know, moving, joining this band? I mean, you guys have had a lot going on, obviously. I mean, what what has this ride been like for you? Yeah, I mean, I think when we talked uh, about two years ago, we were in the middle of our uh, first national tour. So, um, you know, we've we've been pretty consistently growing ever since then. We've uh, we've released a full length album, Where's the Levity, in April of 2013. Uh, earlier this year, a few months ago, we we put out a mixtape. Um, you know, we, we've we've done some. Um, you know some marketing things we've worked with agencies we you know we did a new website got a new logo um and then you know most notably um we got picked up by jeff robhan uh who's our manager and we started with him in february and he's got you know a ridiculous resume he's you know manages kelly clarkson michelle branch and he's worked with dmx jermaine dupree like just a whole ridiculous list of artists so you know, we're definitely stoked to be working with him. Um, we also recently got picked up by International Artists Agency um, about a month ago uh, for booking purposes. So, you know, it's been a lot, a lot of uh, do it, do it, doing it ourselves um, up until earlier this year, where you know we, we finally have a you know very experienced and veteran team that that's sort of going to bat for us. Um, so yeah, it's it's looking looking good, and things things have been going well. Yeah, how did that uh, th- those relationships with um, with Jeff and international artists? How did those come about? Uh, well, we I think Jordan, our singer, he he found Jeff um, over a year ago, and we were talking to him for a little bit, and then he was he's a chairman on the Clive Davis Institute, so he's super busy and. Um, he was at, we were like all excited because we were like, holy shit, Jeff Robbins talking to us. And then um, he was just like, sorry, guys, too busy. Um, you know, sorry. So we're just like, oh, fuck. But um, we just kind of, we were persistent and, you know, we kept doing our thing. And then uh, six months or so later, we hit him up again. We're like, hey, we've been growing. You know, we got some new music. You know, just want to revisit this. And then he was just like, let's do it. So... You know, a lot of persistence and just, you know, following up and doing our thing. And then, he, he, you know, it just happened to be good timing, I guess, and, and we were able to make it work. And then uh, as far as international artists goes, you mentioned some of the big names that those guys do as far as uh, booking-wise. Um, was that sort of uh, kind of the payoff for all the groundwork you guys have been doing independently and all the DIY stuff that they kind of saw the the following that you guys had developed and all the shows that you played yeah absolutely i mean you know that's one of the hardest hardest um relationships to secure just because it's sort of like sort of like trying to get an internship but having to have experience you know so it's like we kind of just had to do build our own following and build our own buzz to the point where we could grab the attention of agencies like that you know and Part of the benefit of having a great manager is being able to use, you know, his network and, and build new relationships as a result of that. So it's kind of a combination of that, you know, you, you kind of get the manager and then, you know, the idea is that a bunch of more jokes open. 
Yeah, and, and, and the last time I talked to, um, you talked about sort of how uh, the chemistry with these guys two years ago was evident right from the beginning after you had found out they were looking for a guitar player and you guys jammed and literally within like a week you did the music video for Victorious yeah. and were hanging out with fans and stuff. What what has that chemistry been like with the guys in Fiction 20 Down um, and, and how, how has that lent itself to, to the music that you guys have made over the last couple of years? Yeah, um, it's just funny to think off the bat that that's, that was like two and a half years ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it's great. You know, being in a band is, um, you know, sort of like a, a super dysfunctional marriage in an awesome way. So, you know, it's, there's ups and downs. And, um, you know, with us, it's, it's more ups than downs. I think, you know, we do a pretty good job of, of getting along well and you know we're always working to communicate better and work together as a band and i think that's becoming way more evident in our new music i think you know our music's constantly evolving and, and you know we're getting tighter as musicians because you know we live in the van together we you know practice every week so a lot of i think a lot of that plays into the in how the music is, is showing and coming out so yeah i mean yeah i mean we're still buds and you know we, we still like to hang out and, and like and do that so yeah it's really exciting to to sort of have a long-term thing like that and you guys are all still based out of baltimore yeah um yeah that, yeah it's still a, the hometown um you know our drummer andre he lives in annapolis two of the guys live in uh the suburb a couple miles north of baltimore and i'm i live in baltimore city but yeah i mean for those not around here, we just say Baltimore. And how has the uh, how like the new stuff uh, been coming along? Because I think what's interesting about about you guys too is, um, you know, even though there's roots in reggae, there's also like hip hop and pop and rock, and and it, it can be kind of challenging. I know when you've got guys from different ends of the spectrum who like different things, putting all that together. But what what's it been like with the new stuff? It's been really natural. Um, it's been really the easiest I've ever experienced, you know, in writing songs. You know, usually Jordan will have an idea and bring it to the rest of the guys, and, you know, we'll all put our creative spin on it. Um, sometimes we collaborate as a group on songs. Sometimes I'll send Jordan um, some ideas. Um, so, it, it, you know, it's come together in a multitude of ways, but, um, you know, with a variety of the style that we do, it kind of gives us a freedom to, to sort of do whatever we want. But I do think with that, we, there has to be some sort of focused effort, you know, because, we're, you know, we're talking to labels and we're making demos. You know, we have almost a, a whole full length of material ready to go, but, um, you know, we are talking to some labels and things like that. So we want to make sure when we put it out, it's going to have the biggest impact possible. But, um, yeah, I mean, the new songs, you know, are just a continuation of, of what we've been doing. I mean, there's, you know, a little more rock influence there's some pop influence um some more hip-hop tracks um some some more uh low-key uh chill songs with some reggae vibes and all that so it's just sort of a uh the next evolution i just think the longer we stay together and the more material we write the better it becomes yeah and i think it's it's cool too because um you guys have made several music videos which have gotten i mean a lot of views on youtube which has has to make you feel good to know that that fan base is continuing to support you guys but you know when you listen to a song like down like hip-hop and then um my prisoner 
they're they're really completely different and i think that's that's what's interesting about what you guys are doing and even some of the reviews you had gotten from like you know the indie music review and scope yep. have kind of uh talked about about that so so what is that like when you guys uh kind of have song ideas you mentioned jordan you know kind of would lead the charge but um i i know my prisoner when i was looking up that song um you got you actually wrote that one right yeah, um, I, the main hook and most of the guitars I wrote, um, I think Jordan wrote the chorus and the lyrics, but uh, yeah, you know, it, it's 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 cool that we all come from different musical backgrounds, and um, I just think when we all get together, it, the, the combination of all those backgrounds sort of is the result of, you know, what I'd like to think of as our sound, you know, is unique, and um so yeah, I mean it's it's just cool to, to have that freedom and just be with a group of guys where you know we can just belt out songs like all the time and it just seems like it's getting better. You know, obviously, um, you know it's up to the fans to decide if they're better or not, but you know we believe in it and we're pushing it. So I think that's where it's got it all start. Yeah, and and how does that factor in once you start developing a following as far as? Um you know, being conscious of, of sort of what your fans want to hear, but also making the music that you want to make. Has that has that been a challenge for you guys in terms of now that you've been together for a few years, you kind of have your distinguished sound, but you do have these different influences that you meld together. And then you have like the fans and, and kind of what feedback you get from them. Are you conscious of that when you're writing, or do you you feel like at the end of the day, if you're writing what is pure to you guys and what you think sounds cool, that they'll like it because you kind of understand your fans very well? Yeah, no, we, we really haven't felt any pressure. We've just kind of always done what we wanted to. And I think, you know, by having a, a mix of styles in our sound and, you know, being able to uh, attract a fan base that appreciates that variety, um, I think by, by nature that... They're, those fans are, are going to be receptive to new sounds and different types of styles. So it's really cool. You know, we, we always feel confident in what we put out. And, and it's, you know, we do listen to feedback. You know, it's you know we do care about what people are, are into. But at the end of the day, if, if we're not putting something sincere out or something that isn't just coming from what we want to do, it's going to show. And um, so, yeah, I mean, it is, it is something we do notice, but it doesn't really affect how we write our songs to be honest what what's exciting uh you the most about the new stuff that you're making as you guys are are sort of going through the recording process and and getting the new stuff together what what are you most geeked out about about the new fiction 20 down stuff it's just fun to play live man we were um talking the other day at one of our shows it's like you know we're putting it you know trying to think of what we would put as like our you know best of the best like rock show and it's like almost all the new shit. <laughs> it's really just fun to play live. It lends itself to, to being danceable and, and, you know, gets crowd reactions. And so, yeah, just playing them out live and just seeing how people are re- reacting to them. You know, they're getting better reactions than you know, almost any any songs we've put out before. So that's that's really the most exciting part for me. And when you when you look at the experiences that you've had over the last couple of years, uh, I mean, it took a big leap of faith for you to, to leave you know, like a good job in Chicago and, and still being a couple hours from home to going to the East Coast and, you know, being in a band and, and doing all of this. But what's been, uh, have there been any moments on this path over the last couple of years for you that have uh, 
that have stuck out that were either like a holy crap moment, like I can't believe this is happening, or like a moment that sort of like reaffirmed your decision, like I'm so glad that I, I did this? <laughs> uh, well, it's certainly been a, a handful of both. <laughs> you know, you know, any aspiring artist or, or someone that's you know pursuing a professional career in entertainment, you know, it's it's tough, and it's the, there's a reason why a whole, almost nobody makes it because most people can't handle it and they quit before they even get a chance. So yeah, I mean, I, I've had moments. I, I think I had a panic attack last fall, and I was just like, "What the fuck am I doing with my life?" Like, <laughs> you know, you just had one of those moments where you're like, "Man, like, like, just am I really doing this?" And then you know, you bounce back, and you know, you know my bandmates are always supportive, and I know I have my family that I can always talk to, and then you know, on the, and then just a few months later, we're managed by Jeff Robhan, and it's like now we're talking to labels and stuff like that. So you know, it's it's a constant mental battle in a sense um and it really just is up to you know how bad you want it and what you're willing to do to, to keep pursuing and you know it's really cool to see you know some things starting to happen and start to get some recognition you know we just we just received um three nominations for the maryland music awards uh this year and like dave Grohl's on the judging panel and like all these big names so it's like you know really cool to see the, the you know some results starting to come out of you know all the work we've been putting in for for years now and and you know at times you you ask yourself is anybody listening like is is this really paying off and then like you know when it rains it pours you know like <laughs> you could go two years without you know you know knowing you know what what's going to come in the future and then you know it only takes one email to really change the game you know yeah yeah so it's yeah. crazy it's a lot of ups and downs but it, you know it's more ups and downs and it's you know you know we're mentally tough and you know we're hardworking. so it's it's you know it's something that you just gotta you gotta power through and you mentioned kind of having that that sort of breaking point where you're kind of questioning or second guessing some things and and uh i can relate to that because i i spent the last year in in online marketing and i i kind of went that route because i was like well you know i'm gonna keep doing my broadcasting stuff and i'll keep writing maybe take a little break with the new job and and uh keep doing those things as hobbies and not give up on them but i I didn't fully commit to it and and then in early may after just working really hard and, and putting in a lot of time and sort of you have those moments where you feel like you're just pounding your head against the wall i just found out out of the blue one day like hey we're downsizing um we're eliminating your position no hard feelings and you kind of have that moment you're talking about you're like well this this is weird you know but but, yeah i love it right (laughs) yeah yeah and and then it but it kind of hit me too like you know maybe maybe this is the impetus that i needed to really do what i want to do with my life you know and keep doing the broadcasting stuff and keep doing the music stuff and you know i can always work and have a job but but this is what i need to do so for you when you kind of had that moment um what was it just sort of like the relationships that you had built with the guys and the beliefs and and the music that you were making that it was like i i i need to keep doing this yeah i mean yeah there's definitely there's definitely something there something like inside that you know just wouldn't give up you know is as as impossible you know as, as some goals may seem it's I don't know. You just got to keep pressing on and staying positive and trying to communicate and, and just keep working. 
Yeah, and I, and I think that's kind of cool you mentioned after that happened within, you said, what, a couple of months, that's when the stuff started to get rolling with Jeff and international yeah, you know, artists. You, you never know what's around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are, uh, how, how far into the recording are you at, at this point? Are you, are you in sort of that mixing, mastering stage, or are you... Are no, you... no we're, um, we're still in pre-production. Um, I think we're going to the studio tomorrow, actually, to, to record some demos. Uh, so yeah, I mean, we got we got a good batch, you know. We probably have, like I said earlier, a full length ready, almost ready to go. Um, but yeah, we're in pre-production, just you know, polishing up songs, uh, restructuring some things, and just making sure that um, what we're pitching to, you know, the industry people is the best that we got. So we have we actually have our own studio which is a really nice luxury so we can actually take the time to meet you know once or twice a week and, and just really work on songs and just lock ourselves in and, and just hash it out yeah yeah so so is that definitely the goal then with this new batch of uh songs whether like you said whether you do a full length or an ep is to try to to get some label so support whether it's an independent label or a major label yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, like I said, we want to want to make it the, the biggest release. You know, we've had. So, depending on things, you know, I, things are still yet to be determined. So, I, I can't really speak too much on you know how or when things will happen. But yeah, um, you know, with with the industry today, you could, you know, in theory, put out an album on your own and have as good of an impact as with some labels. But um, yeah, you know, we're just trying to stay patient and you know figure out what's best and and just do do it that way so for you guys has it been um kind of a thing right now where there's interest sort of on both sides from an industry standpoint there's people who are looking at you guys and then you're also actively putting your name out there with the new stuff that you're making and sort of shopping it so to speak yeah yeah we're definitely getting shopped around um you know that's sort of uh the benefit of having a manager like that is to be able to to be able to knock on labels doors and you know say hey check check out this band but as far as our own you know promotion and stuff yeah you know we still you know manage all of our social media you know we keep in really close touch with our fans and street team and stuff like that and you know give them you know sneak peeks of the new songs and stuff like that and you know playing them live is always a good good barometer of, of how good the songs are you know depending on how people react and how it feels with us you know, as a band, you know, sometimes we think we have a great song in the studio and, and we play it live and it just kind of, you know, just is miss, you know, may miss something or, you know, so there's, there's always a, you know, multitude of ways to, to figure it out. So is this, is this new batch of songs that they're, they're all pretty much ones that you guys are, are psyched about playing live, like the, the, whatever the, the record ends up being, whether it's an EP or an LP, it, it has more of a live feel to it. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you know, some of the songs just are going live, and it's really fun to play, and you know, hear people react, and, and all that. How how awesome have have your guys' fans been? Because even I remember even two years ago, you guys had like tens of thousands of Twitter followers, and and even on Facebook, you had thousands of followers, and and now it's it's just can, continued to be sort of a steady build and a steady growth for you guys. I mean, what? What is the relationship like with those guys? Because at this point, it almost seems like with the number of people you have following your stuff, it's sort of like an extended family of just Fiction 20 Down people. Yeah, it's, it's funny you say that because we call our fans uh, F20D fam. 
And that's actually the name of the street group too, is it the F20D fam. And yeah, you know, we're very approachable people. You know, we're always active on, on social media, responding to people and talking like that, you know, and even on the road, you know, we'll, we'll hang out with our fans. You know, some people like to like, we'll have us over and grill out and throw a party. And, you know, maybe we'll like set up our acoustics and play, play for them and stuff like that too. So yeah, it, it really is sort of like an extended family. And it's, that's the cool part of touring is like, you know, knowing, for example, this coming tour in the Midwest, knowing that, you know, I personally have family and like, you know, my friends and everyone's sort of embraced, you know, Fiction 20 Down and what we're doing. So it's kind of like, you know, we feel pretty welcome almost everywhere we go. And we know we got people that'll take care of us and, you know, help spread the word about the shows and, and things like that. So yeah, it's, it's a really cool thing to, to sort of watch it grow. Are there any, uh, any shows that uh, have stuck out to you over the last couple of years that, um, Maybe you went somewhere and you guys were kind of like, ah, we've never been here before. I'm not sure how it's going to be. And the fans were great or just, just in general, just a, a really awesome show. Um, yeah, I mean, any, anytime you come into a new city, it's always sort of exciting because you never know what it's going to be like. Sometimes you think you're going to go into a killer show and it ends up being a dud or you think you're going to have a dud show and it ends up being uh, one of the better shows. Um, some of the, the more notable shows we actually um, we start we helped um, start uh, Bel Air Music Festival Bel Air is a town where our studio is in and where like Jordan and DJ grew up from that area so they worked with um, the city council to help get uh, this festival rolling and it's, and it's really focused on just promoting local music and raising awareness for the local um, original music scene like we won't book any cover bands or anything like that it's just all originals from the from the area you know to just you know help bring that scene you know it's it's really tough you know it seems like cover bands you know in some some markets are doing a lot better than original music and not that there's anything wrong with that but you know we're an original band so we just want to you know help raise awareness to the scene as a whole and not just ourselves so that that's been cool uh we're going to be headlining that this fall in october for the third annual so it's really cool that you know see see grow like last year I think the attendance almost tripled from the first year, so we're expecting you know an even bigger turnout this year. So that's been a really cool, cool thing to have going, especially now that it's in the third year, which is you know pretty crazy to think about. But yeah, so those definitely stuck out. Does it also sort of reaffirm what you guys are doing when you mentioned sort of the, the Bel Air Music Festival, but also uh, the awards you're getting nominated for, even in Maryland, amongst the people that know you probably the best because that's where you guys are based out of. I mean, does that how how does that make you feel as a, as a musician when you're based out of somewhere and you know that that place kind of has your back and, and is giving you that type of of support? Yeah, I mean it's great. I mean it, that's like the ultimate, you know. Feeling. I mean it's an honor, really. Um, you know, we've always firmly believed in what we're doing, regardless of who's recognizing us or not. But you know, who who isn't going to be stoked that? the state of Maryland and Dave Grohl is going to be checking your shit out and you got nominated for, you know, three categories, you know, it's awesome. You know, it's, you know, you can go so, you know, in the music industry, you can go so long and you hear a bunch of no's and, uh, sorry, we like your music, but now's not the right time. You know, it's just like constant no's and, you know, you know, eventually you'll get some yeses and, you know, when that happens, yeah, I'll be, it's, it's awesome. We're stoked. And and what what is the music scene like in in uh, Baltimore? You mentioned getting all these local bands together. Toledo kind of ha- has had sort of a smaller uh, version of that with Toledo Music Fest, where it's yeah. kind of been 
um, the last couple of years they kind of brought it back and like 15 16 years ago it was big and it's the but but the local bands here just from kind of being in this area and seeing sort of the relationships they all seem to support each other more and I kind of hear that more from the local bands that there's more of a camaraderie than there used to be how how is it in uh, in Baltimore with sort of uh, the music scene there yeah first of all that's cool that the Toledo Music Fest is, is back I played there in 2000 three maybe with my high school band at headliners oh yeah <laughs> yeah so that was old school i used to always go to all the shows at like main event and frankie's and headliners and and all that but um yeah in baltimore actually to be honest baltimore kind of reminds me of toledo it's sort of like a like a blue collar city um you know it's not a big market per se but it is it's a small it's a small world you know almost anywhere you go so yeah it's it's kind of crazy. There's a lot of talent in Baltimore, and personally, I think a lot of it goes unrecognized, which is something you know we would like to change. Which is you know why you know we've worked with the city council to do this festival and you know all this other things. But yeah, I mean the talent pool is there without a doubt, and there are some really great venues here. And you know some of them are very supportive of, of original local acts, so it's cool. Um, the, the, you know the struggle. I, you know, maybe this is in almost any market though. Is just how do you get the people that live there to listen and actually go to the, your shows? You know, because the talents there, the venues are there, the locations are there. It's just um, you know, how do you figure? How do you get that all together in one room? So, you know, I don't know. I don't have that answer. But you know, we keep trying. You know, eventually, you know, you keep building a buzz and people come out. But yeah, I mean, it's cool. I think it's I think it's still growing and it still has a lot to you know, growth to, to be, be had, but, you know, it is what it is. You make the most of it, and, you know, there's a lot of cool people here. I've made a lot of friends with other bands and supported other bands, so, it, it, you know, it's cool to be a part of it, for sure. Are there any uh, relationships that have kind of come out of uh, Fiction 20 Down with people that maybe you never thought you'd meet or, or feedback from, um, like, for example, I know uh, you guys did uh, the thing, was it on Baltimore Orioles, the, the opening day a couple of years ago? Uh, has, has there been anybody sort of along the way that you met or got feedback from that that was into the music that you're like, holy crap! Like this this dude just just said we were awesome. Oh. Sure, there is. We did um we did a tribute to uh, Ray Lewis when he retired. What was that two years ago? And we did like a lyric video for a song called Play On and that got picked up by a handful of like Baltimore Ravens, like pretty big time like sports blogs and things like that. So that was really cool to see see that kind of take off. Um Yeah, I mean I, I can't think of specific names. I know like every now and then we'll get hit up on Twitter from like, you know, other bands that like uh, saw our stuff and you know give us a shout out. So you know, it's always cool, you know, just to you know have that attention come out of nowhere but yeah i wish i could think of better names off the top of my head but i can't at the moment well and, and like i said i think what's cool with you guys is is uh you've been able to find a way to get people to listen to the stuff and and that your music is resonating with people because you do have such a, a loyal following and and it's hard to get that on a national scale and it seems like you guys have been able to really uh, do that you know in terms of having people from all over the country and I know that that feeling is cool you know like for me on a much smaller level like even doing like the podcast when I started doing that 
it really just kind of happened organically because like I'd have conversations like this that were fun and cool and it wasn't like an interview and like all right one two three four here's my questions here's my story it's more of a conversation I was like I think it'd be cool to give people the whole thing and then you start yeah. looking and people are listening from like China and stuff and you're like this is what this is insane yeah. so you guys seem yeah, to have been able to nail that down taking the course and, and believing in what you're doing and, and eventually if you get you're putting something that's good enough out there people are gonna you know find it eventually yeah yeah well, dude, this has been this has been awesome, and and I know it's got to feel good to be coming uh, coming home here soon to do a show back in uh, in Northwest Ohio. Is this the first yeah, one man. in uh, two I'm years? So stoked! Is this the first one since uh, the BG show a couple years ago? Yeah, man, it is. Yeah, the last one, last time we talked for that, yeah, Howard show in 2012. So yeah, this is gonna be awesome. It's at uh, Martini and Uzi's, which is. Um, right by where I grew up. I grew up maybe seven minutes from there. Wow. And I always went there when I was home for holidays and college breaks and stuff like that. And they had that, you know, that was always a go-to place. And then when I realized that they sort of revamped and, you know, put in a nice stage and nice lights, and I saw they were getting some good acts coming through, and, and it was becoming like, you know, when I was there last Christmas, it was just like packed. I was like, what happened to the old martinis? Like, <laughs> I don't have my seat at the bar anymore. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, we got in touch with them and, you know, locked down the date. And I think it's going to be a big, big show. It's going to be awesome. When was the last time you were you were uh, back home just in general? Um, Christmas, actually. So wow. this this will this will so this will be this will be cool to even even see friends and family and stuff and, and, and play the show. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, you know, Toledo, you know, even the guys in my band, they always, you know, they've always said how cool it is, you know, in Ohio, you know, how loyal the people are, you know, I think you know, towns like Toledo and, and Chicago and people are just very receptive there and, and nice and polite and supportive. So, yeah, they're, they're just as stoked too, you know, it's almost sort of like our second hometown because every time we come back, it's just like, you know, a big party and a home, everyone's always stoked and it's always a great time. Well, Wes, this has been awesome, man. Uh, I hope I get a chance to come out to the show and see you guys, and, and I definitely appreciate yeah. the time. And uh, so, so the plans now are to do uh, to, to keep uh, getting the, getting the music out there and, and do a tour. Uh, how how many dates do you guys have scheduled right now for like sort of the next couple months? Yeah, we're um, yeah the tour actually starts this weekend in Maryland. We're doing um, Annapolis on Friday, and then we're playing the Lunar Bay Festival in Darlington, Maryland, uh, this Saturday. It's a, a pretty big festival, so that's going to be cool. And then we'll we'll hit the road a couple days after that to to get to the Midwest, Chicago, uh, Columbus, Toledo, Lansing, uh, and a couple other dates. But um, yeah, so so the tour will be most of the, the month of September, and then we'll probably go on another run in the fall. Um, yeah, so we're just kind of staying the course until, um, you know, we're told otherwise by, by management. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're just doing our thing. We're going to stay the course and, and keep getting out there. And that was Wes Anderson of Fiction 20 Down. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening once again on Bombs Breakdown. But incredible dude, super nice guy, and it took guts to do what he did. I mean, you're talking about a smart kid, had came from a good family, went to a good school, got his degree, got a good job, you know, in Chicago, was playing music out there. The band that he was with fell apart, 
So he's in Chicago working this job, making good money, you know, as a kid in his early 20s. And then Fiction 20 Downs looking for a new guitarist. And he says, you know what? I'm just going to leave this and I'm just going to go to Baltimore on the East Coast and give this a shot. And look at what they're doing now, man. I mean, they've got That's a cool. following all over the country. The dude is literally living his dream. He's 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 a working artist and they've had their ups and downs, but they've stuck with it. They've got a good fusion of reggae, rock, hip hop. I mean, they've got a lot of stuff going on. And I just think it's so cool to see somebody pursue their dreams. And it's just proof. And I was even listening to this the other day. Actually, my mom put the link on my Facebook page. I love my mom. She's 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 a good mom. She's very supportive. And she put this link. She knows kind of the situation I'm in right now. I'm trying to make ends meet. You know, I, I'm, I'm trying to get some stuff together here. Try to do this stuff full time if I can. And she sent me this link of Denzel Washington, who's freaking awesome. Probably another one that I should have put in my guys I'd like to party with. Yeah. Denzel Washington. Oh, and Liz, Lizzie, Lizzie Kaplan. I really like Lizzie Kaplan. I love to party with her, too. I loved her in um, Hot Tub Time Machine. She was awesome in that. Gorgeous, really good actress. But Denzel was giving a speech to like these, these, these young actors. And he's, what he said really st- stuck with me, which was, whatever it is that you're passionate about, I'll send you the link on Facebook. I mean, it gets you pumped up. Yeah. You're, you're ready to, you, you feel like you could squat 500 pounds after you watch that and go, you know, talk to whatever girl you were scared crapless of and just, you know, you'd make out on the spot because you'd be so empowered. But he said, whatever it is that you're passionate about, that is God's proof already that you're good at that. That's a sign from God already that's been given to you, whatever you're doing that you're passionate about, that it's, it's theirs. It's right. yours for the taking. It's there. But dreams without goals are simply dreams, and they will only fuel disappointment. And I was just like, man, this dude is speaking truth. But I just thought that that was so cool that he said that about whatever it is that you're passionate about that you enjoy doing, doing, that's already proof set in stone for you that, hey, this is something that I should be doing because I like it and I'm good at it. Then what are you going to do with it? You got to set goals. You got you to gotta plan and you got to work and work and work and work. And I just thought it was cool. And that relates to Wes because here's a dude that plays guitar because he loves playing guitar, you know, loves 311, loves reggae, loves reggae rock, and, and sees this band looking for, that he respects, looking for guitars. And now those have become like his brothers out there. They're doing their thing. They've signed with one of the biggest, you know, managers in the music industry. They're with a booking agency that has great artists, like I mentioned, on their label. And and they're getting to the point now where all the hard work is paying off. They've always been great to their fans. They have people all over the country that they interact with all the time that they call the F20D fam. So it really was a pleasure to bring this to you guys today. And I hope it left you inspired like it left me inspired to just, you know, pursue your dreams, you know. I went into a field where there is not really a clear-cut path, you know. It's not like going to nursing school, 
okay, where you go to nursing school, you bust your butt, hopefully you get enough grades to get into the, get good enough grades to get into the program that you're trying to get into, then you do clinicals and then boom, you find a job as a nurse somewhere and you make, you know, 40 grand or whatever you start out at making, you know, at a, at a hospital because there's a need for nurses. Or like my brother who went to school to uh, I, I love him just found out today him and my sister-in-law are having a baby boy. Shout out to Greg and Kim. I love you guys. So excited for them. Always knew he wanted to be a pilot. He pursued it. Got his private pilot's license before he graduated high school. You go to school with a pilot to become a pilot. Communication's really broad. You know, I love sports writing. I love music. I just started this You're music podcast it, you know? and sports broadcasting. So, you know, it, it, it was just inspiring with Wes and, and that video I watched on Denzel to just like, you know what, if there's something you're good at, you shouldn't give up on it. It doesn't mean you got to be all or nothing. Listen, we all got to eat. You might have to work a job uh, that has nothing to do with anything that you want to do long term, but it helps you pay the bills and keep the lights on and put food in your fridge. Do it. But don't give up on what you like because it seems impossible because you just never know what's waiting around the corner. You never know when you're going to be in the right place at the right time somebody's going to see your stuff or you start something cool, whether it's a podcast or your own band or your own clothing company. And then all of a sudden you're the next whoever, or you're better than the next whoever. So just keep doing what you're doing. Follow fiction 20 down on Twitter at fiction 20 down. Wes is at Wes F 20 D. And once again, if you want to check out the story, the written part of this, go to ToledoFreePress.com. You can check it out there. But uh, once again, Fiction 20 Down, at Fiction 20 Down on Twitter. Wes Anderson of Fiction 20 Down. You can follow him at Wes F20D. And all their tour dates, everything that they're doing at F20D.com. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at mbalman 5 Check out what we're doing at Toledo Sports NW on Twitter. Um, you know, see, see what we're doing, the local broadcasting stuff. We're having a lot of fun. Trying to carve our, our carve out our name, even though there's there's a few people who <laughs> aren't enjoying that, but yeah. but we're we're keeping it going. Yep. We're keeping it going. So uh, yeah, man, it's been a lot of fun, Mikey. I know you've had a long day. I know you got some delicious uh, chicken chunks calling Mo's, your name. <laughs> they're called Moe's Big Balls. Moe's Big Balls. Yeah, that's what they are down here in Rossford. Nice, nice. That's a good place. What what about the cutie that works over there? If you uh, nah, you know, hmm. single. I know that. She now. is. Yeah, so the is. ring is just it's, a fend off. Yeah. See, that's the first thing I look at is yeah. is the ring. I'm all, I'm all about the ringage. Yep, so am I. So what what's going to happen? Now? I don't know. Did you say hi to her today when you came? She wasn't in? there. Oh, she yeah, wasn't there. Okay. Yeah. It was one of those things where you got that little flutter before uh, you walk in the door, and then you walk in, you're like, oh, uh, it's Jerry back there today, the 60 year old bartender with two teeth. Hey, Mike. Yeah, great. And I'm not saying there is one over there that that looks there like is. that, but oh, is there? I don't know. No. Come on. Well, everybody, for Mike Jamison, I am Mike Bauman. This has been another edition of Bauman's Breakdown. Thank you so much again for listening. And once again, check out Fiction 20 Down. If you're in the Northwest Ohio area and you're checking this out, that show is going to be this Friday, September, what is that, 26 is Friday? Uh Friday, September 26 at Martini and Newsies in Maumee. Really cool place. Good drinks, good food, good times. Uh, Go there. Have fun talk to Wes and the band. Unfortunately, I can't make it to the show because 
I will be likely in Finley yep. doing a, a football game, barring any other uh, snakeage. <laughs> no, you'll be there no matter what. And, uh, and it'll, you know, so unfortunately I, I can't make it to the show, but I'm so glad I got to talk to Wes. And uh, I'm really looking forward to the uh, the coming months and the coming years for these guys because I think they got a really good thing going and they're good dudes. So thank you, Wes. Thank you, Fiction 20 Down. Thank you guys for listening. Also going to give you a Fiction 20 Down track that is right on and on is going to be right here at the end of this as soon as i shut up so once again keep the faith and be kind to one another this is fiction 20 downs on and on off of the pm mixtape peace Thank you.